Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Fandible.com, actual play podcast network, uh, Tower of Pain. Um, there you go. Yep, there we go. TM. <laughs> TM. Uh, and I am Dave, and we are here once again with uh, Jesus, Daniel, Billy, and Angela for a Geeky Topics Roundtable discussion here at Fandible.com. I've already said that. Um, but just in case, just short-term in case. memory loss. Yeah, exactly. Do uh, you suffer from long-term memory loss? What's that? I, don't I can't remember. remember. Yeah. Wow. I know song. that song. Yeah, I, haven't, like, I haven't heard it in a, ages. That's a long... It wasn't even a one-hit wonder. It's a shitty song <laughs> yeah. that no one should remember. And I yeah. think the only reason Angela remembers it because I sing it all yes, the fucking time. that is correct. I don't think I've heard the actual song. I've just heard Billy. Yeah. What, which, who sings that? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, good night, everybody. Oh, yeah, we're done. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, so we've got some questions here. Donated. Uh, donated? Donated. They yes. donated their words, their electrons into a computer screen. And, and that they can no them. longer use them. They're ours now. <laughs> ours. Our electrons. <laughs> it's uh, what plants crave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, meeting on the Devil's Crossroads uh, and giving us their words, some uh, patron, uh, patron donors have given us some questions. So... Let's start off with how's everybody doing tonight? Okay, all right. Uh, yeah. yeah, a little musty. Yeah, we uh, we just yeah. wrapped up a um, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> we it's just a wrapped, bit vapid. Uh, yeah, we just wrapped up a um, uh, a changeling uh, game uh, point zero, zero. Yeah, session zero, basically yeah. character creation and and me explaining, do, doing my best to to, to simplify the. How many pages does the book even has? Like 800 page. It's uh, a large book, but it's the 20th book. edition, so that has yeah. everything. Like, it's the 20th anniversary edition, so if, if anybody has changed their mind and wants to play one of the uh, Eastern Changelings, which have their own complete separate set of stats, rules, and, and clarifications, Don't. now's the time. Uh, <laughs> now's the time to tell me so I can say no. <laughs> no. Yeah, I can't imagine how messed up they are. Um, and somebody coming from somebody who played uh, Kwai Jin for many years, I uh, love Kindred of the East, but I cannot imagine what Changeling. It, no, it, it, it is basically it is it is to to Changeling what Kindred of the East is a vampire, a completely different system oh, and oh, game, so game breakingly yeah. powerful and yeah. difficult. God, yeah. awesome, got it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we got some questions here. Let's tear right into it because our minds are fresh and full of childlike wonder from Changeling, the dreaming twentieth anniversary, uh, which was a lot of rules for a game about wonder and merriment. Yep. Uh, so, Valkern is going to kick us off with... Thank you for your electrons. Thank you for your electrons. They're mine now. Valkern. Uh, and we're going to start off with an easy one that will in no way erupt into an argument. Was there a system you really wanted to try that was a disappointment? I'd like Ooh. to start by saying, fuck you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I th- well, I think we all should start out by saying uh, some Powered by the Apocalypse games. Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, so I think we've always... Not all of them. I think Princess World was very fun. Yeah, I love the ward. Um, and then also masks occasionally. They, they That's pretty fun, even though uh, that's very dramatic. Um, <laughs> but Powered by the Apocalypse, I think we've always been kind of disappointed. Whenever there's a game that's like, we're like, oh, we're really excited. It sounds like an awesome setting. They're like, and they use Powered by the Apocalypse. We're always like, like oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, I Damn see it. the words PBTA or letters PBTA, and I'm like, oh, no. It's well, that like would have been nice. I, I was pretty sure PTA stood, stood for uh, played by that asshole. Uh, but turns <laughs> out, one hundred percent endorsed by David from Phantom. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it um, Blades in the Dark? They have some. They use a. It's a heavily modified. Heavily version. modified. Heavily modified. Yeah. 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 yeah, and 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 almost 
we actually kind of give a pass to Blades because its narrative is so good and unique that, like, even when we hit the hiccups, we're like, it's it's all right. Yeah, it's but all right. It, it is still back under the stairs, powered by the apocalypse. <laughs> I can't actually wait to run Scum and Villainy, which is based on the power the Blades in the Dark system. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So, which is it's kind of a, but but yeah, it is kind of telling that. The games that we tend to impl- enjoy most that are uh, uh, played by that asshole uh, tend to be <laughs> tend to be the ones that that deviate the most from the original right. like apocalypse world. Stuff. I, I think the best apocalypse world games I always play are the ones that are not combat oriented. Like the Ward, I love it because yeah. uh, you're not really supposed to fight in the Ward. You can, which we proved with the Purge game, <laughs> but uh, you're not really supposed to fight. I've also played one where it was like a law firm. It was like a, at Metatopia, and that was really fun too. I sucked at being a lawyer, I found out. Uh, but whenever you throw like combat into it, I just want to flip the fucking table. And <laughs> fuck I, this shit. I love the fact that we met, uh, what's his name, Peter? Uh, Kevin. Uh, Kevin. Kevin, sorry. Kevin. Uh, Kevin. It, that, that was it. It was uh, last name messing me up. Uh, Kevin, uh, who created the Ward. Um, he, uh, yeah, basically effectively said, like, don't worry, there's no combat in this game. You, you don't, you can't really fight in the ward. And we were like, haha, hold my chainsaw. Because <laughs> we immediately went out to, uh, to, like, how can we do it in the yeah, purge? We also played his, uh, Princess World. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, and there was definitely combat in oh, that yeah. one. But it flowed. It worked. It, yeah. I think what we've, I found out with playing Powder by the Apocalypse is the worst thing you could do to your players is giving them the list of moves that they can do mm. yeah as a gm you should have the moves that they can do and just have the players tell you what they want to do and then you can say like okay roll your heart to do that oh roll this because it always gets caught up like when we first started playing we're like okay so um, i guess i can do these four things yeah it was it. always yeah. like how, how, it's supposed to be like my actions uh i should be deciding my actions that result in a roll but it was always i was deciding the role to basically tell me what my action is right so that that's our big problem with powered by the apocalypse but of course i was good that was only just supposed to be like a really quick segue to say like we're not going to talk about but no we we straight up went with that equine necro uh necrophilia uh, immediately (laughs) of course but that's one system we did not uh enjoy i guess and this is gonna hurt me because i love the people is uh, we are sitting right here. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, (laughs) i do not like i love the setting of uh rotted capes but I really think it's a little convoluted sometimes. And I don't even know how to fix it. Like some one of those things that's like, well, this is what they have to do to fix it. I love the result of it, what you get from Rotted Capes. I love basically you being a weak ass and it's more survival horror than super uh, superhero. But to get there, it's like having to climb a fucking mountain. Like character creation takes a long time, especially in the beginning. I could probably kick out a character in an hour. Um, but in the beginning, oh, that took me like three days. Mm-hmm. That was like a three-day adventure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I respect the hell out of it, though, um, even though it's crunchy in a way yeah. that like kind of bends my mind. Um, because they, from the jump, set out, we are going to make a completely different mathematic-based game system. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they did. In every new turn, I'm like, this is difficult, and I don't know if I'm doing it right. But they absolutely set, did what they set out to do, which is build an entirely new mechanic system yeah i again i love the setting i think there is a way there i think there has to be a way to make a survival horror based superhero game that's a little bit less crunchy and i would love us to figure that out but um that's the only thing i'm said like disappointing as it's it's really crunchy and that's really not fandable but that's how much we love it so much that we're willing to fucking still do it (laughs) because we love the system the setting so much i'm gonna be i'm gonna be honest not a huge fan of the Star Wars system. Oh, the the FFG. Yes. I oh. 
Yeah. I mean, I mean you're wrong, but interesting. Well, no, you, you're wrong about the next game I'm going to bring up. So, But, um, I mean, I like it and its simplicity, but I never really felt that it, – it kind of felt like some of the dice games, like zombie dice, mm-hmm. you would get at game conventions and stuff. Like, it felt like a more high-stakes version of that. Sure. Um, and if I – if I don't, if I recall correctly, there's no expendable resource to alter your role. Oh no, you can have you not have, to alter your role. Oh no, oh that's right. You have you could do it beforehand to give you extra dice to make your dice roll okay, better. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you can use yeah. destiny points, but yeah, so you, you can't can, just you can improve the actual dice that you're rolling. But mm-hmm. after the roll, that's it. There's yeah, no I way just, to change it afterwards. Yeah, I just remember looking down at the symbols and being like, "How did I?" I mean, I mean, I know it's weird that I'm still shocked by this, but like, how did I? blow this roll it's just like the what it is is i you know you guys know i don't like uh, uh I, I don't like ambiguity in res, die results and looking yeah, down at my die results about about and yeah. i'm just like so i got a couple of smiley faces yeah. and a frowny <laughs> yeah here's what i would say about uh star wars you're if i never got the app that tells me like yo the do yo. the math like i paid five dollars for that app it is worth every damn penny. Yeah. Um, it should come included with the book. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> honestly yeah, yeah. Honestly, I cannot understand why people actually enjoy rolling the dice compared to the app. It's not worth it. It takes too long. Um, yeah. You if roll I your dice. Have, yeah. You if roll- I didn't have the the app, I don't think I would love it as much as I do. But I do. I absolutely think it's a fantastic system. But if I didn't have the app to do the math for me, fuck it. Yeah. It's a a crunchier way of doing what Powered by the Apocalypse tries to do. To segue back. Um, because Powered by the Apocalypse is all about like succeeding at a cost or, you know, it's that, that you very rarely, it's like, yes, everything just went hundred percent goes your way. There's always a, but, and so Star Wars does that same thing, but they do it built into the dice roll. So there's, there's a few more shades of gray. It isn't just yes, but it's yes, but this and this other thing. Yeah. And it's games like that, that kind of bother me in the fact that, um, and maybe it's also an alteration to storytelling, but if you take a look at a you know, uh, fantasy setting like Lord of the Rings, imagine it's a combat scene. Aragorn wants to get through one Urukai to get to uh, to get to his friends. Cool. In Powered by the Apocalypse, powered by the, uh, played by that asshole, uh, and also in Star Wars, it's explosion. FFG. Yeah, uh, that's what I said. Um, it's uh, it's like, okay, cool, uh, Orc runs up. I'm going to shield smash him, get him out of the way, and go to my friends. In these systems, it's very rare that you're just like, yes, you do that simple thing. It's like, no, you shield smash him, and he knocks to the side, but it fractures. And also, I don't know, you're reminded of your bad childhood now, I guess. It's like you were like constantly reaching for these negative repercussions for otherwise pretty simple things. We run into that occasionally with Solo Shot, where we'll be like, I'll be trying to... I don't know, park a car, and they'll be like, well, you got four threats. And I'm like, <laughs> so what? Four, four threats and a despair. So you yeah. look like, up and it's like handicapped Jedi parking only? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it, so occasionally they'll be like, Andrew, to say like, you know, you're, you, you I don't know, you Ball lost motivation off. or it, sometimes. I, I hand out stress like candy. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like that was a very, very nerve wracking uh, parallel parking job. So yeah. So it, yeah, sometimes it, I will give you that. Sometimes it does feel a little bit like this doesn't feel like something that really should be a, you pass and this happens, it should be pass-fail. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes I don't need to know that I also somehow, <laughs> by punching that small goblin in the face, 
created a blood hunt on my <laughs> on my system and my family for the next three generations because yeah. I had a despair. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Like sometimes yeah. it's, you just want a pass fail. Yeah. I still think it's great. I think it just takes a lot of getting used to, and for the GM occasionally just to be able to say like four threats. I don't know. Just take a couple of stress. Like yes. Yeah. Wait, it's it's okay. I think you just have to learn enough to to say like sometimes it's okay just to say pass fail mm. and not worry about the and. Yeah. Now, uh, for the three of us on this side of the table, I think we can accurately uh, inform the two of you, Billy and Angela, that you are one hundred percent wrong about the glory that is Savage Worlds. Oh, Savage Worlds is a great system. Before we do that, I um, want to give a quick shout out because mm-hmm. a member of our Discord, who is of course also a Patreon uh, listener um, or donate donator. Um, hopefully is not listening to this GTRT. Congratulations to Chris. He is literally just married. Oh. Should all the queens... <laughs> Wait, is that right? That's no. right. right. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, if you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. It turns out he did. Yeah. So. Okay, cool. That was a... If you get a thousand moment from Queen Bay, and if you get a thousand Patreon bucks, uh, people, we will uh, be Dan and uh, Hazu. Sure, we'll all do the uh, Lady Gaga put a ring on. Not Lady Gaga. Wow! Wow. Whoa! Uh, No, no, whitewashing Queen Bay. I'm so sorry, Beyonce. Beyonce. Beyonce uh, put a ring on it. uh, Dance and leotards and everything. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. right, sure. A thousand dollars. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I'll yeah. do that every fucking Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll I'll dress up private as animals. Da- I'll be your private dancer. Nice. Dancing for money. Just dressing up as animals, so for his jacket. Anyways. And if we were two um, dozen, we'll do we're a maniac, maniac. Oh, flash dance? Flash dance. That's I what would, it's I called. I will fucking do flash dance. <laughs> I love the idea of the I think sound. I would do flash dance for free. <laughs> I, I love the idea of the silhouette of Jesus, like, on the chair, and he... <laughs> Tilts his head back and gets soaked in water, but he still has the headphones on, so it's just him trembling from the electricity. <laughs> no, it's not water. It has to no, be like so deep, deep, yeah, deep it's like dice. Just dice. Look at the dice. But just hits him down. He just like glasses. I'm just How covered much, in bruises. Yeah. How many pounds of dice was that? They're all they were all metal. That was a bad decision. <laughs> and they were all deep fours. Oh. oh, guys, let's make this happen. It's in my. Uh, you know what uses D4s? Savage Worlds. Um, yeah, so Savage Worlds, I took, I needed some convincing on. Um, I did because it utilizes one of my least favorite mechanics, which is in character creation, one stat directly contributes to the limit of another thing on the sheet. So your primary stats are kind of the upper limit for associated abilities. I hate that. Normally, having played through it, I think there is a lot of elegance to it, but when we played it, I ran one game, I think, two yeah. of superhero games uh, without the superhero compendium. That's important to know. Yeah. Um, that uh, wasn't the most, uh, it, it wasn't my best work. Uh, it wasn't it, it wasn't my best work. And that was a moment where I know you guys did not have a great time uh, from it um, because also, I will admit this for you, uh, Billy and Angela. Uh, yeah, I know that um, it, it's, it's combat-oriented nature and also the fact that it is uh, it uses miniatures isn't great for us and not great for you guys. Um, I think Tex is definitely the biggest advocate for it because he's a crazy person yep. uh, and likes playing with dolls. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but, uh, but uh, yeah, I feel like there's got to be a system. I know you guys loved Paranoia. I know I know that you loved... <laughs> wow, that was a joke, Angela. Please stop looking at me like... 
Fuck, I think I aged five years from now. <laughs> I think I wouldn't mind paranoia anymore. Mm. Um, oh, just no. going into I it, I, I didn't I didn't expect it. how ridiculous and I mind that it continues to exist. Um, <laughs> I just I just I didn't now that I understand that every damn thing you say Mm-hmm. can be used against you in a court of law. <laughs> I think I'm being uh, I'd or be less Or this podcast prone. that we do for fun. And yet, that day, yeah. I was lacking. Yeah, no, I was, was having a blast. I don't know about you guys. You sent me, I, I destroyed <laughs> the entire complex. Know. How many different ways have to say it? I did not have fun that day. <laughs> so, I, I didn't mind Savage Worlds. Um, I just felt that, like you said, Savage Worlds, their initial system was for Deadlands, right? Like yeah, that, yeah. that came first. I just felt like it was very still a westerny feel. Yeah, it yeah, is. It does. It terminology is, is very like much like the Bennies, and I'm like, I still feel like I'm playing a western. Yep. But yeah. that, that's my only thing about it. I have, I love Savage Worlds. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I love playing it every day with Mutant Chronicles and any other game. I do have one complaint, and it's not necessarily about the system. Maybe it's because one of the more rules intensive systems that we play with Savage Worlds. Uh, you guys, uh, text the most. David, medium, Dan, the least, tends to complain the most about the rules. Not complain about the rules, more argue with the GM about the rules. Oh, uh, well, yeah. There there was one moment, oh, where, no. which I cut out from the main podcast. Thank you for that. <laughs> I was listening for it. Yeah. Uh, During the- I mean, we could, we could not... One of us... One if you of want, us. Dan, David, if you want to... Yeah, just one of us took issue with the way that a scene was going. Let's just call him David... D. <laughs> no, no, that's, yeah. that's too clear. Yeah. Let's do... Fabid. Fabid... Favorite yeah. uh, took an issue with. Look, sometimes I get pissy when I role play twice in a day, yeah. <laughs> twice in a weekend. I do. Um, you get pissy sometimes rolling play once, once in a yeah. while. Yeah. You guys just know I just I I have I have I simultaneously try to separate myself from uh from a, uh a, from pouring myself into this, and then sometimes I fail and I get too into it. You um, hate when a rule when you think a a rule is being used. Poorly to hurt you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. You're, you're very sticklers on a, sis- a, a situation like that with someone who maybe me occurred during a Mutant Chronicles game and should have been dropped way before it was. And it was the deadest air and the most unsettling amount of uh, tension in oh. this podcast. In the, like all eight years, I do not remember a time. Where I thought back to what we recorded, and I was like, fuck, either we record that or we are missing a member. <laughs> or either we edit that out or we are missing a member. It was really uncomfortable, uh, not our best moment. Um, and, <laughs> yeah. I like that, that, that collective. Uh-huh. Yeah. Kind will really need to learn a lesson. <laughs> yeah, yeah guys, I'm, I'm really glad that all of you have seen the error of your ways. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways, yeah, so, so that. Um, that was a thing that happened, and I think part of that is with Savage Worlds because it is so deadly. Uh, and, and like, I, you know, I'm not excusing how it went down. Jesus, absolutely not. You do not deserve uh, uh, anyone fronting like that, as it were. Um, you know, like I always say, make believe should never trump real life ever. And um, and. I think part of the investment that the Sunday crew feels with Savage Worlds that sometimes gets intense is the fact that the game 
actively does not care if you live. <laughs> um, and like it, it, there are many things in Savage Worlds that re- reinforce your survivability and the fact that you're a protagonist and all that. But when it comes down to it, is that Fast Fury is fun. Also, there are a couple more Fs fucking infuriating <laughs> and you're fucking dead. Um, so yeah, yeah, you know, this defense of Savage Worlds is not making me want to go back and reevaluate it. <laughs> Abs- no, it is. It's like it's like defending. It's like defending hot sauce. <laughs> like, no, you have to understand. It's great, but David, do we you, do we need to segregate the Savage Worlds books with a plastic bag? <laughs> yeah. It's like it's really good. It's going to hurt you. Yeah. It's going to hurt you, and it wants you. Frankly, it wants you to hurt. Yeah. But it's really good. Uh, yeah. So, I think so we, yeah. Uh, mine. I'm just gonna throw mine out really fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, predation. I think we all had really high hopes for that one, uh, but yeah. it was one part. Just, the ciphers just felt yeah, weird. And it's, it's a it's a it's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. I think this and the setting like we're still like that. That's kind of what I guess we're. And was, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but okay, but I did. Man. But I did. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one part. The ciphers felt odd in that setting, and also I'm not 100 percent on board with the companion mechanic. Yeah. Where so I like the idea. I love the idea of having a dinosaur pet. Yeah, let me. Oh, I do not like this idea. I love this idea because dinosaurs are dope. <laughs> but the whole like, oh, another person plays them and the rules were not entirely clear because at one point they're like, oh, it fights at your level. But also you can have this talent for the the, the uh, dinosaur can have this skill and it goes at something else. And I'm just like, wait, what? You never yep. explain these things. Yep. Um, so very, very high hopes for that system. It's not bad, but... I think disappointed is a good... I'm not mad at predation. I'm just <laughs> disappointed. It's one of those things that's going to really prosper, I think, from those um, cipher systems are starting to create uh, situational ciphers where it's not like a cipher, yeah. but you get certain bonuses and you could say like, hey, I'm kind of flipping this to give me a bonus for this. I think if that's what's going to be better for it yeah. because just the cipher, they, they had an explanation. It was just one of those things that's like, you're already weird enough. Your cool weird is time travel and dinosaurs. Throwing these ciphers in that bond to your blood, it's like it's just one extra step. It's like kind of like Batman saying, like, isn't it cool to have Batman? Also, you can give him like the I don't know a jetpack, and he's also Iron Man too. He has an iron suit. It's like yeah. ugh, it's a little too much. To be uh, fair, he, he does. Okay, okay, yeah, but this <laughs> Batman. But then you give him like the Green Lantern ring. It's like you, you already had uh, a cool that's, character. That's also happened. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't want to comic books. It's, okay, okay. It's cool for like a comic. It's not cool for. Oh, like, I know. I know. I knew you were gonna. <laughs> I'm like, I know uh, that happens. Please make it stop. Okay, just real quick, though. If you are Monty Cook, please turn off the podcast now. Oh. Oh, no. I have... Or he I, doesn't listen to us. <laughs> I, 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 he does I, shit like this. Yeah. I think I have problems with the new Monero system about 50-50. Like, I think, especially because... I, I, I see that. I, yeah. Just from how... <laughs> yeah, from how I've played, but also like, so for instance, you know, I, I played the worst build and then we went over to D&D finally and I played a character that was remarkably like Tagos. And I saw where they were taking their inspiration from classic fantasy and D&D and stuff like that and tried to apply it to, uh, to Numenera. And then I started going through the book again and I saw the inspiration. And again, I absolutely admire when people make new systems. Um, but... I find myself getting deflated and kind of um, wanting to play Numenera in, in smaller, more active uh, uh, engagements than longer, like six hour 
uh, things because the mechanics of you lose stats just trying to do the things you should be good at is in a meta sense how I feel by playing a long-term Numenera <laughs> game and the fact that I just feel like I'm spending myself after a while. David, be- are there any games that you like? <laughs> Every game that we've brought up, you've also tacked on like, oh yeah, I just I, uh, like that too. Uh, I, I like Numenera. I mean, like, I see your point sometimes and get frustrating. And there, there are games when Numenera where I just feel weak at the end. They're like, I'm done. <laughs> I don't know. I think Numenera is one of those. And I'm, this is not me fishing for Monty Cook's approval. Um, I am. I love it. Please, sir. <laughs> please, sir. Can I have another? <laughs> this complaint no. brought to you by yeah. Casper. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think Monty Cook's uh, Numenera game, and I'm really interested in the second edition, um, they do something incredibly unique. Uh, with role playing game um, to the point, and I, I I think it's the perfect thing that I'm looking for between crunch and uh, casual. And that, that that's my thing. It's not so much. Um, and I think this is the thing that Dave does not like. It's not balanced. No, oh, it's no. not balanced. Not I, I, I don't think. But the, I, I I think I, I really appreciate them saying it's like oh it's never it was never meant to be balanced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think in the second edition they make they fixed up some of the issues because yes. it was like really not fucking balanced when it's like <laughs> nano level six and then like and entertainer yeah, uh, and me and and uh, and glaive level six yeah, yeah. it's like I hit two points higher and Dan's like I can go back in time hundred exactly. years yeah. and kill your grandparents. Yeah. I'm like well, I, I've I've gone through the second edition of the book and they've done a lot to make them equalize the glaive. And here's the thing: in my opinion, the glaive. The nano and the jack should be equalized. Right. But foci, because there's so many options, there's no way to balance them out. You can, never do, that. You can yeah. never do that. The point of the foci, from what I've read about it, is basically each foci is supposed to give something different to each player. Right. For example, if you're a glaive who has no leadership capability, you can pick a foci that gives you leadership. Like another of the classic camera off the top of my head that gives you leadership capabilities. Right. So each foci is supposed to give you something extra. But inevitably, some are going to be more powerful. In one way or another. Like, if you want to focus on combat, some folk are going to be more powerful. You want to focus on dialogue, some folk are going to be more powerful. No, exactly. Which so one gives I, you hope? <laughs> no, I just, overall, I, I understand the, the frustration, but I, I really, every time I play a game of, um, with a cipher system, it's very rarely do I leave saying, like, that was a disaster. Even after, like, Predation, I didn't, I think it didn't work with those ciphers, but I still thought, it's like, again, it's a really good system. Mm. But I, I can understand the frustration. Fair enough. And to answer your question, Angela, yes, I had a, uh, my favorite system I've never complained about is Paranoia. So, uh, <laughs> Valkern follows up with the question, which Fandible member do you think is most likely to survive the end of the world? All caps, as in the end of the world, uh, I almost said video game, uh, role-playing game. The toaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good point. I mean, he's made of, I mean, he's made of iron. Mm-hmm. I mean, none of yeah. us are made out of iron. Yeah. Sure. I'd probably aluminum. I'm thinking more aluminum. Yeah, yeah. well, that's still like yeah, an uh, iron toaster would be very heavy. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's less in- intimidating though. Is a song that starts with "I am aluminum man." I'm aluminium. Al- <laughs> aluminium for I'm aluminium. those of you across yeah. the pond. And I, that was deciphered for our friends at the T and Dice. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so I think uh, I think we're all in agreement. Unanimous. Yeah, yep, yeah. yeah. Toaster. 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 Yeah. Strap to Moogie's back. Yeah. Like, and he can't. He needs to wa- walk. So yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or if they're like like it was a radiation thing, like melted in the Moogie's back. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 Moogie can now make toast. Moogie toaster. Moogie toaster. She like shoots like toast like. Irradiated toast out of her back, like the thing from the. Uh, they look like McRibs uh, because uh, it actually she only has a limited amount of ribs. <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious though. Yeah. That 
Wow. Just turned that, dark. Yeah. I'm actually kind of hungry. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Mookie. That was, <laughs> that was rough. Anyways. Uh, next question. Chris. Chris. Pause. Chris. <laughs> Chris. Uh, uh, he took time out of his uh, not busy schedule to, uh, <laughs> to ask if he should get married. Uh, well, I mean, kind of late now, but sure. I'm going to say no. Sorry. <laughs> Don't fall for that. We're kind of split on this. So. Yeah. Chris asks. Hey, I mean, guys, the guy with experience in marriage is saying no. The guy who's never been saying yes. Uh, that should <laughs> yeah, tell you yeah. yeah. Chris asks, uh, this guy in a robe just asked me if I take this woman to be my lawfully. Well, okay, he goes on. Um, <laughs> I don't know what system he's playing, but. <sighs> Uh, we will oh sorry we will will we ever get another video GTRT or even a a streamed game over a platform like Twitch yes sure absolutely here's the thing we've always talked about uh, we were actually pushing for a Twitch game that was going to be happening I think in August Mm -hmm. the only problem was we got the next day after we had this huge meeting about like having deadlines we got nominated for an (laughs) any we got nominated for an any and that just threw everything out of whack next year i am saying it you will get a twitch game and honestly fanable depending on like what how how much engagement we get with our audience that could be something that fanable really gets into so twitch is something absolutely is going to be in our future but it's not going do you want to tell people what our first twitch game is going to be yeah it is not Okay. It's going to be... Paranoia. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Angela, why don't you do the honors? Uh, We're going to return to Hollow Earth. Yes. How long has it been? It's been years. Years. Literally years. years. I think I've beaten David. Yeah. Wait, does does this mean a return to science? No. New characters. New characters. No, new characters. Science. Yeah, that's exactly what everybody wants to tune in to see. Your (laughs) glass on your camera breaking. (laughs) You scream. Though, to be fair, honestly, it's about time that our fans were exposed to the manic grin that Jesus puts on when he's playing that character. I love playing that character so much. Totally new. Okay. I think we should totally take None a. Of them uh, are scientists. I think we should take a break during the Twitch stream when we all go get snacks and stuff, and everyone sees us get away from our our uh, desks, and then Jesus just puts on that stare and <laughs> just freezes for a solid five minutes and no, thirty like, seconds. Jesus needs, Jesus needs to step away for a second. Yeah, and then just come back. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just that grin. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but no. Yeah. We are guaranteeing uh, next uh, next year uh after december we will at some point have a twitch we'll do a big announcement and we all want you to join us it's going to be hex okay sweet and as a follow-up question to our listeners would you be interested in us doing short videos for youtube uh been t- we've been tossing around ideas for like this for a while um but if you're Again, listening to this years. <laughs> years but um but throw out some uh t- just let us know if there's any enthusiasm because uh you know setting up the lights and stuff is hard um so yeah just wanted to toss that out there thank you very much uh chris uh, doing nothing at, uh at all right now just hanging out i believe uh john john fanable is a discord server for a while now um what? uh yes um a discord uh i personally can say i really like being chat uh really like uh chatting with you all via the service uh, now that I'm done brown nosing, what are your opinions on how well it has or hasn't worked out for Fanable? Well, here's the thing: the system for Discord, I thought, there's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of crunch. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of, of crunch, crunch. But I feel like, it, like no matter what I do, it's against me. <laughs> it's like a, way too many NPCs. 
<laughs> way too many NPCs we've got to deal with. Yeah, I never figured out. I, I just feel like my character not, never got a voice. <laughs> yeah. We got eggplants. <laughs> I mean, we've got that channel where, where it's us and we discuss the game. And then there's this other channel full of people. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. So I will throw in that uh, seriously, it's been a lot of fun. I will say that I think there's been a noticeable uh, declining comments on the site. Yes. And I think that's because our most active commenters are, of course, the people who then support us on Patreon. Mm -hmm. And why are they going to wait to comment on the blog when a lot of them are getting early access so they can just talk about it the day before? Mm -hmm. And also the Discord, you know, we're in there way more than we are waiting for comments on the blog. So there can be a back and forth conversation about, hey, I really liked this scene. And somebody can chime in, you know, the player for that scene and be like, thanks, it was so fun. Uh, GM did a great job of setting it up. You know, it just becomes a much more dynamic back and forth. Yeah, I, w- I would, I would absolutely concur. It's, I would not trade it in for like going back to just relying on comments. I love the conversation, even though I don't take part in it as much as like some people here. Uh, it's really great getting to know our patreons and just having, just finding out, out more about them as people. Uh, but no, especially I, all of the bakery photos. Yeah, We've got wow. two bakers or or pastry people we've got uh chris again who's not doing anything today uh often <laughs> bakes cakes for reasons uh, and then alice is now on there yeah. and they are also some form of chef that does dessert things no, so if you're uh, if you're on the fence about whether you should donate to our patreon and the the early access and the uh the ability to submit questions to our gtrt aren't enough Come for the food photos that yeah. we don't even provide. So yeah. added value from our fans. Except for those two weeks every year where we close all of the uh, the docks on the bay and we have no carbs. <laughs> no, carbs. Yeah, no, carbs. no carbs. No carb weeks. Best uh, idea ever. Ever. <laughs> definitely something you had ahead of time. Oh, yeah. Definitely um, thought of it right. Nope. Never yeah. I, I like it. I am um, – I, I am – appreciative we do have a uh we do have a a fanable only channel where we coordinate and it has been a huge boon to coordination for what game we're playing and having conversations just real fast no more uh no more emails um i like that and i like interacting with uh the fans i was very much on the fence about it when we first started um and now i i yeah i really do appreciate it i do miss the comments on the website because yeah. i get updates you know um Whenever there's a whenever there's a comment, but it makes sense. We've got this other avenue that people can people can totally uh, totally use. Also, my favorite thing, my favorite thing in our Patreon is we have a section for people who want to organize games online. Oh yes, and that has got to be like I had such an amazing swell of pride when I realized that that was being used, um, and I just only hope that we get more people on our uh, on our Discord and. We can facilitate people meeting each other and gaming across, you know, countries and and oceans and stuff like that. Because it always breaks my heart when I hear our listeners lament the fact that they don't really have anyone to game with or they do. And those people are acidic and shitty and you shouldn't have to waste your time with them. Come on over to Patreon, set something up. uh, And, uh, you know, we're we're learning with you guys. We are learning how to game online with y'all. So. Uh, and yeah, we're, we're around for questions and stuff like that. So, and also anytime somebody wants to ask me a question about Shadowrun, I'd lose my mind. I'd lose my mind. <laughs> unless, that, unless that question is, when are you running it again? <laughs> then you lose your mind in another way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Then David ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Then you yeah. get the notification, David has left the channel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the Discord. Anybody who's been on there has Dan, probably... You're our biggest contributor. Yeah, anybody who's been on our Discord has probably got an eggplant emoji from me. <laughs> That's free. Um, <laughs> so, but no, I absolutely love it. I love just, just the day-to-day interactions with our fans. Because we're not just, uh, you know, the, the, it's we're not just talking about the games. Like, you know, like so these people, like, we just talk about life or whatever. And and it's great. It, it's, it gives us this connection that, like, to know that, hey, you know, these are real people uh, that are listening to our stuff and for some bizarre reason like it. Uh, and that's that's just absolutely great. So I, I love being in there. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I have, uh, come on in. The, the eggplant emojis are free and, <laughs> and plentiful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also a huge fan of Discord. I like commenting, seeing all the messages from the random geeks and nerds and fellow peoples who like comment on it. And honestly, I like it because, and I think I speak for us generally, a lot of us are pretty bad when it comes to answering comments that were on the website for a while. I was pretty good. Yeah, you were. Billy was pretty good. That was my job and now it's like my job is just to stare at an empty comment section. <laughs> I'm still catching up to 2014's comments. Yeah. And I know, I, okay, I'll say excuse me, I was pretty bad at it. Like, I kept planning to do it but it's like, but life got in the way and then I would have to sign up and I'm a dick. Mm-hmm. So, like, the Discord is a great opportunity to, like, talk to the fans and really just get to know them. Yeah, so I think we're all pretty pro, uh, pro Discord. If there's any downside, though, is that I uh, sometimes my phone just blows up with too many alerts from every Discord message, and then they all kind of pile up. Oh, that's that, why I, I mute our, our normal section um, and leave our officer section up, um, yeah. so I can go back because the we it's too active to keep up with like that. I just want to know if somebody ats me so I can answer. Yeah. You, a can, question. you can no matter set what. it up so that you'll only be notified for ats. Yeah, oh, yeah. dope. Oh, I think that's default, that. honestly. Oh, okay. If you muted, yeah. <laughs> if you muted, yeah. Yep. If you um, mute it, if they add at you, then you will still get the message. All right. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, and if you all have any sort of uh, ideas or advice for uh, the Discord channel, then please let us know in, um, let me check here at the notes, the Discord channel. Um, <laughs> or email us if you are not a patron. Yeah. Um, or or if you're not a patron, the comments. Yeah. Oh. Nice. Oh, yeah. We have those, don't we? Yep. Cut to the comments. Apparently. <laughs> tumbleweed. Tumbleweed. Um. This is real short. Which video game or movie, book, series would you like to play an RPG based on? And what system would you use? And I've already done this a couple of times and I've kept it kind of a secret. But um, I can tell y'all. So I'm a huge fan of uh, indie films and, and, and so bad they're good films, things like that. And I recently watched a movie that was near dear to me from my childhood called Six String Samurai. And it is an indie film that you can watch on YouTube. Uh, and it's about a post-apocalyptic uh, Nevada where uh, Las Vegas is the only standing city. Elvis used to rule. Now he's dead. And every rock and roller who wants to run uh, Las Vegas is going there. It's a mix between a kung fu movie with Americana and rock and roll overtones. <laughs> it's so one of, Yeah. And so I, I kind of like, oh, that'd be a fun game. And then, guys, I lost my mind. And I got so into it. And I found a system where it works. And the system is called Straight to VHS. And I want to do a review on the system because it is free. And I think that is a crime. Uh, because it's such a good system. It wow. is such a good system. And it's entirely designed for you to recreate any bad 80s, 70s, or 90s movie that you would find a blockbuster and rent entirely based on the on the cover alone. Um, and everything is lovingly created. The writing is really on point and funny. And it is just this love letter to bad cinema. So I applied that to Six String Samurai and I started Six String Stories, which is a side game of, and anyone can play. It's super easy to, 
to get into, and you can watch a free video online uh, to understand the, the methods. That is what I'm doing right now, and that is absolutely the, the movie is Six String Samurai. The system is straight to VHS. And I, it's like a shot from God that uh, those two landed on my lap. And I'm stu- super stoked. I think I would do. And this, it was a terrible fucking movie. Like insultingly bad. But I've never been so insulted at watching a movie because I realized how good it would have been as a role-playing game. Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, – and I, and I could remake it, but I'd want to use the name because it's such a great name. R.I.P.D. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. Yeah. It is such a great concept. Uh, every like the setting is so beautifully built. The idea of like, okay, God made heaven and made the afterlife and made this whole judgment thing, but he, God didn't expect the human race to get to six billion fucking people. <laughs> so there's a big backlog. So what we do is basically, and because there's a backlog, some people just decide to get out of line. So they decide to go back and inhabit another body and they turn into monsters. Your job is. Uh, you're a co- uh, you have skills that we want. We want you to be part of the RIPD. And if you work, we'll move you to the front of the line uh, after uh, 50 years or something like that. And not only that, but we will speak for you when your judgment comes. Like Even if you were a bad cop, like you were on the take, we will say like he did 50 years of service to us, helping us out. He deserves a chance. Mm. And it's such a beautiful... So they had, like, fucking bobbies and 80s cops and, like, you know, cowboy, Like, fucking sheriffs, like, in there. It's such a good damn system. And I love that they get yelled at by Eternal Affairs. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's so good. There's so many good fucking jokes and it's just a terrible fucking movie. Such a terrible movie. And I just... I, I would... I don't know what I'd use. I, I, I think a World of Darkness kind of game would yeah. work for that. Some sort of... Yeah. I think some Geist, maybe, or... Mm. Some maybe use some wrath, wraith, but it's it's just a great movie. All right, yeah. I'm sorry, no, no, it's such a great idea wasted on a terrible <laughs> movie. <laughs> terrible movie. R.I.P.D. Uh, and you look like you came up with an idea because yeah. I do have a question for the table. If no one else has any ideas, yeah, no, I mean, the only thing that I'm coming up with is I, I have run a game based on a movie, or I, several of us have because we did Purge Month. Yeah. yeah, and I honestly like for just like straightforward, you want the feeling of classic Purge. End of the world, I think, was pretty perfect. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say just a uh, uh, movie fatal attraction system D and D three point five. That's about right. Uh, for me, uh, might be a weird choice. It's one of my favorite books as a kid, The Phantom Tollbooth. Nice. And for people who don't know, basically a British kid doesn't know what he wants to do with his life. Goes to a magical world where as basically one does in Britain. Oh, exactly. That's my understanding. Yeah. At least. Yep. Exactly. Narnia and the Phantom Tollbooth. Modrigan, uh, chime in, please. <laughs> yeah. When you're, uh, when you're back Narnia, Phantom Phone Booth, Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just loved Ireland so much they took it over <laughs> and yeah basically it's a strange world basically there it's sort of like a Alice in Wonderland type world things are weird concepts like rhyme reason letters and numbers are actually real people that the kid interacts with and basically he has adventures and moves on with his life and I, first off the system would be Fate Accelerate nice simple to use and basically allows you to create any type of strange character you want mm. and unlike any other game I might have run this one I would run 100% light you're just a kid exploring this world. Oh, dark bullshit. elements. No, not bullshit. By the end here. of it, I'd be fucking the I lover mean, Q. Yeah, it's like, that's, that's your intention, Jesus. No, 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 Best no, no. intentions. <laughs> to be fair, the letter Q was asking. <laughs> I feel like when you run a game involving kids, there is a devil on your left shoulder and an angel on your right. And then your devil whispers in your angel's shoulder, in your angel's ear, and the angel's no, you can't do that. So dejected, the devil walks back to his other shoulder. And then after a pause... The angel looks over and says, you know it would be fucked up. 
That's fair. <laughs> All right, what's the question for the table? Shoot. How would you run a game of The Good Place? Oh! Ooh, that's a good yeah. one. That's a good one. Oh, um, snap. Okay. I thought I'd get a reaction. Oh, right. wait, has, wait, has wait. We... I think powered, I think the war, like, Powered by the Apocalypse almost. No, 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 it's no, no. no. It has combat. to be Gumshoe. It's gun, it's gumshoe. Oh, it is Gumshoe. Oh, right, it would yeah. absolutely be oh, yeah. Gumshoe. Gumshoe. Yeah. yeah, Gumshoe. So what would the characters be? Like, you would be newly good, gooded? Well, our, yeah, it's like, are, are, are we spoiling season one of The Good Place? I mean, it is on season three. Um, yeah, we're going to spoil. Okay. Spoilers for spoilers. Uh, for Good Place. You're, Don't actually... watch it on Netflix, yeah. you fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, spoiler is, they're in the bad place. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. So, so, yeah, I guess, I mean, if it's just like you being, spending time in The Good Place, that seems a little boring, because you, that's like the, they're like, uh, It has to be you're in Michael's neighborhood, and you're a, a newly dead person, and you're figuring out that it's the bad place. Yep. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, because if you're not, then that's like playing Mario and saying, like, okay, we skipped all the adventure, you just, you got the princess, what do you do? It's like, I don't know, just, I guess, sex? So, so, I don't, I've never watched this, yeah, okay, cool, so we're back to, uh, to Jesus' game. Um, <laughs> The devil looking over, yo, that would be fucked up. <laughs> Get your ass over here, cute. Stop reading my mind. <laughs> um, so, uh, um, so here's an idea because I've never seen the show. Um, but I know, I know. Idiot. But but you can't have one bad place or good place like dichotomy being played over and over again because much like you know games like Vampire, once you know the lore, you got to switch it up so it stays fresh. I don't know. That's how they did season two. <laughs> yeah. Well, my idea is maybe the beginning place is one of the nine or seven rings of hell, but the players don't know which one they're in. Um, I don't know. The good place anymore. Yeah, it's like yeah. now you just I don't know. I don't know. Now we're in Dante. <laughs> no, it's like you guys explained it to me. Oh, who plays Dead Dancing? What are his stats? <laughs> Why does he look so fantastic all the time? Because he's Ted Dan- fucking dancing. dancing. Okay, fair enough. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we actually have to wrap with that one. Uh, so no matter what ring of hell you're in, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that could be a question. What is your current ring of hell? Ooh, I yeah. like that. Oh, I like yeah. Uh, and a fo- another one, because we are going to release this before Halloween. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, it is weirdo Christmas. I love it dearly, but I was informed I have to work on, mm. on Halloween. Ugh. So as a sign of camaraderie, please tell me what you're dressing up as, and if not, what would you dress any of our characters up as for Halloween? I love it. All right, Moira, you're going as a Kotrak again. (laughs) All right, so from all of us uh, here at Fanable.com, actual play network of uh, Tower of Pain, I'm David. You can find me on Twitter at Distractionista. I'm Dan. You can find me on Twitter at, at Katsushiro. I'm Jesus. You can find me on Twitter at Arbondis. Hey, I'm Billy. And you can find me on MySpace at Billy <laughs> or uh, Twitter at The Mindful Fool. This is Angela on Twitter at Angela Craft. And uh, Fanda Toaster doesn't have a Twitter, but he is on Tinder. Check him out. <laughs>